from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music, an interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Thy cords above 
You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope from Pune, India. And now, here's a nature study. Beware, poison. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their heart, so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Ecclesiastes 3.11 There are many beautiful flowers and plants on the face of our earth. God certainly didn't create poisonous plants at creation. The Bible says everything he made was good. Why there are poisonous plants can be blamed only on sin. Let's look at a few of these poisonous plants today. Take rhubarb as an example. The stalk is good for food, but the leaf is poisonous. The potato tuber that we eat is good, but the rest of the plant is poisonous. Many mushrooms are poisonous and other plants and weeds cause traumatic body disorders. Some plants are harmful to man, but not to some of the creatures in the wild. These poisonous plants do not necessarily kill a person, but they can make one very ill. In each of these plants is some chemical substance that harms or kills an organism. This is why it is very important to learn which of the wild plants and berries can be eaten safely. Not all plants produce the same reactions. Some produce a weakness or paralysis. Some interfere with the circulatory system. Some disrupt the chemistry of the blood. Some affect the mouth and the digestive tracts. Others irritate the skin or cause burns. Scientists say that a person must eat a substantial amount of most poisonous plants before a real serious illness or death occurs. But let's not take any chances, okay? Poison hemlock looks like passive leaves. This was the plant that was used to poison Socrates. Some people have been poisoned by using oleander branches to grill their meat on. White snake root is said to cure snake bites, but this carrot-like plant eaten by cows can poison the milk. It is reported that Abraham Lincoln's mother died from this type of milk poisoning. Thank God today that he has given us as humans the power of the mind. Ask God to help you use it to the best of your ability to keep you safe from eating any unknown plants. Thank you. Thank you for the nature study. We are sure our listeners enjoyed it. To learn more on nature, keep listening to Adventist World Radio. We will be studying different objects of nature because there is a simplicity and purity in these lessons direct from nature that makes them of the highest value. The children and youth 
all classes of students need the lessons to be derived from this source. In itself, the beauty of nature leads the soul away from sin and worldly attractions and toward purity, peace and God. Dear friend, death, struggle, pain and violence were not part of God's original creation. Let's discover what was the world like when God created it. To know more on God's Word, you could also write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Post Box number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on adventistmediacenter at gmail.com. You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org slash English program. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. Church to hear the songs of praise. 
Time to hear God's word. Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. I came to this country 25 years ago. I can't believe it. Oh, 25 wow. years ago. And we came here with a visa. And as the years went by, um, we needed to get our green card. Mm-hmm. And today we will see that uh, one of the soldiers that is with Paul uh, is surprised that Paul has a citizenship. And mm-hmm. he says, uh, how come you have a citizenship? I had to pay a large sum of money for my citizenship. Yeah. And that reminded me of how I got my citizenship. You paid a large sum of money? <laughs> no, no. This is what it is. Um, when you come to this country and people like you uh, from Texas and from other states yeah. don't realize what a privilege it is to actually be a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. All of us that come from other countries um, go through quite a process. In my case, uh, I, I got offered a job actually by a church. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, no one else here in the United States had to be willing to do it uh, mm. so that then I could get my green card. So they had to, not only did I have to have a lawyer that did process and did cost me a lot of money, right. but they had to put an ad in the newspaper for several days and if nobody responded to it then I, I could have the offer and then they could give me the green card and I understand uh, yeah it's, it's quite a process yeah. and so when eventually years go by and you become a citizen of the United States uh, you realize uh, what an accomplishment and what an honor and what a privilege it is to be a US citizen well I know I tease you a lot but I am happy that you are a citizen and that you are you are here and working with us today thanks I, Mike praise the Lord for that uh, we're going to talk uh, as you you mentioned about the Apostle Paul, and he has been arrested, and they discovered that he is a citizen, and they have mistreated him, but we're going to find out about all of that here as we continue our study here in the book of Acts. We are in chapter 2, verse 25, um, when the soldier uh, heard the testimony that uh, Paul gave to the Jews, and in that process, they are about to um, to scourge him and uh, do other things to him, and then uh, Paul raises his hand and says, excuse me, did you know I'm a Roman? Yeah, that's Acts 22, verse 25. Is it lawful for you to scourge a man who is a Roman and uncondemned? And, of course, the answer was no, it yes, is not. And, yeah, keep reading. It's very interesting. Uh, let's see. I turned the page here. But when the centurion heard this, he went to the commander and told him, saying, What are you about to do? For this man is a Roman. The commander came and said to him, Tell me, are you a Roman? And he said, Yes. The commander answered, I acquired this citizenship with a large sum of money. And Paul said, But I was actually born a citizen. <laughs> this is when the whole thing turns interesting. You know, there were three ways that Romans could have Roman Roman citizenship. Mm-hmm. The first one was when it was a reward uh, that the Roman Empire gave them for some kind of service that they have given to Rome. Right. The second one was to buy it for <laughs> a large sum of money, wow. which here the, the centurion says he has done. That's a thought. It's a way to eliminate our national debt, I think, finally. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. And the third one is to be born to Roman citizens, which is what Paul claims that had happened to him. Right. Now, in 171 B.C., 
many Jews in Tarsus were given citizenship. Uh, this is almost 200 years, you know, 200 right, years before right. Paul. And people because believed, of the service that city had rendered to, 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 the, the, Romans. to the Romans. And so, uh, you know, the families that lived there uh, had this descendants of mm-hmm. citizenship. And Paul is born in into, Tarsus. Yes, in Tarsus. So he has citizenship. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So, yeah, it is interesting how he acquired his citizenship. And even though he was indeed a Jew by birth, he also carried Roman citizenship, which was very, very valuable in those days. And it even affected your due process in the legal systems of the day. So in the, in, in the middle of all of this situation that is happening with Paul, we get one verse that is, is usually overlooked um, before we go to the other chapters where Paul is now going to appear in front of all these different uh, governors and kings and authorities. And uh, it's, it's chapter 23, verse 11, because it looks like the Jews are about to kill Paul. And you can read all these chapters on your own. But God shows up uh, one night and says, look, this is the plan. But on the night immediately following, the Lord stood at his side and said, Take courage, for as you have solemnly witnessed to my cause at Jerusalem, so you must witness at Rome also. So he's telling Jesus here, because these are red letters again, if you have the red letter edition, Jesus is coming and appearing to Paul once again and saying, you are going to witness in Rome, you're going to witness before kings and before uh, political rulers and, and leaders, you are going to be a witness even there. So at that point, Paul realizes that the Jews will not have the last word at this moment, and he will appeal eventually to Caesar because now he has a plan. God has given him the next step, and he says, you got to get to Rome. Somehow you're going to witness for me in Rome. And in this way, the book of Acts um, is, has been called a tale of two cities from Jerusalem mm-hmm. to, Rome. to Rome. And this is the actual journey of the book, how Paul actually gets to Rome. Nobody has been in Rome uh, yet in the book of Acts. Right. Yeah. But here Paul goes there and Paul is able to witness there and Paul is – he will be held in arrest there, but it will be such an arrest that he's actually able to, to, witness. Use, to yeah. witness even while he's in arrest. So now we're going to start this development and the first authority that um, actually he goes to is Antonius Felix. So in chapter 24, we find this man um, who is actually the governor. Uh, the emperor, emperor Claudius um, had appointed – Felix, governor of Judea in 52 AD. Mm -hmm. So pretty much we know what uh, decade we're in exactly Mm -hmm. because we know he was appointed in 52 AD. So um, uh, Paul goes in front of Felix and we get a very interesting dialogue here. He says, since we have uh, through you attained much peace and since by your providence uh, reforms are being carried out for this nation, we acknowledge this in every way and everywhere, most excellent Felix, with all thankfulness. But that I may not weary you any further, I beg you to grant us by your kindness a brief hearing. Um, for we have found this man a real pest and a, <laughs> a real pest. pest yeah. Look what they call and a him. fellow who stirs up dissension among all the Jews throughout the world. He's a pest. <laughs> and he's a ringleader of the sect of, of the Nazarenes, he calls them, uh, and goes on with this. So he's already giving a, giving a, a negative charge here to, to Paul. 
Yes, and and actually, Felix does、uh, meet with Paul, but he doesn't know what to do with him, and、um, he was hoping that Paul will give him money to set him free. Right. And so, verse twenty six of chapter twenty four says, at the same time, too, he was hoping the money would be given him by、mm-hmm. Paul. Therefore, he also used to send for him quite often and converse with him. But look how much <laughs> time he goes by. Verse twenty seven. After two, two years. years had passed. Two years. Yeah. So, so this is not something that's happening fast. This is a long process in which. Which、um, actually, Paul is having this、uh, opportunity over and over again to talk to、uh, people in authority about、right. Jesus, and then、uh, Felix is called back, and another person replaces him, Festus. Festus, and so now he's before Festus, and again、uh, appears before him, and has another opportunity to witness to the new governor. Yes, and it's very interesting because Festus、um, goes, and he's kind of stuck with this problem that that yeah, Felix, Felix has <laughs> not resolved because、That's、Felix、right. didn't get his payoff. Yes, and. And it is in this context that、um, that Paul talks about Caesar, because see the Jews come again to Festus and they said, "We will like this man. We really want to kill him."、Yeah. Uh, verse ten of chapter twenty-five, Paul said, "I am standing before Caesar's tribunal." Where、mm-hmm. I ought to be tried because I'm a Roman citizen, and so Festus answers in verse twelve. Well, you have appealed to Caesar, and to Caesar you shall go. You and this go. is the way that he eventually gets to, yeah, to and Rome. Yeah, eventually goes gets to Rome, and and there appears before Agrippa. Yes, well, actually, Agrippa comes to Festus、mm-hmm. um, because he's visiting Festus, and Agrippa is intrigued in the in the actual case, and he wants to hear、um, actually Paul, and Paul gives his whole conversion to Agrippa. Again on chapter twenty six, and tells him, and you again find red letters because he tells his whole conversion all over、right. again. It is an amazing thing that this man who was preaching the gospel, he's an itinerant preacher. He really doesn't have any money.、Uh, he is sponsored by by churches so that he can make his journeys and his travels. He is so hated by other people because of the the message that he has. And now this man has the opportunity to witness on behalf of Jesus Christ before the the leaders of Rome. And you know he almost. Convinces King Agrippa、yes. um, in chapter twenty-six, verse twenty-seven. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets after、yeah. the whole sermon?、Uh, I know you do. And Agrippa replied to Paul, "In a short time, you will persuade me to become, become a, a Christian." Christian. It's and, not going to take much longer, but yeah. And Paul says, "You know, I would wish to God that whatever in a short or long time, not only you but all these other people will come to believe." And this reminds me of something Jesus said that many of us will go through at the end of times.、Um, you know, when Jesus is talking about the end of times, he says many of us will be. Given this、um, opportunity、um, to go and give testimony in front of governors and kings and people of authority,、uh, Mark chapter thirteen verse nine. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you to the courts, and you will be flogged in the synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them. The gospel must first be preached to all the nations. When they arrest you and hand you over, do not worry beforehand about what you are to say, but say whatever is given you in that hour, for it is. Not you who speak, but it is the Holy Spirit. Can you believe that we will get the chance to speak to authorities,、uh, to witness about Jesus Christ? And、uh, Jesus has one message: Don't worry,、yeah. because the Holy Spirit is with you, and He will give you the words to witness to these people. I have people. seen people who are so concerned about what will happen in the last days, and will there be persecution? That they try to make plans for this, they store up all sorts of things in, in order to prepare a way out. And Jesus is here saying, "Don't worry. You may be arrested. You may." Be persecuted, you may be imprisoned, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to speak to people in authority. And don't worry about what you're going to say. I've got the words for you. I will put them in your mouth at the right time.
time. I don't know what your situation is today, and you may feel that you're under some oppression, but you trust God. He's going to give you the opportunity to witness even in this dark hour, and He will give you the words. Shall we pray? Dear Father in heaven, I want to thank you for this child of yours who has listened to your word. I know your Holy Spirit is stirring the soul. I pray, Lord, that your Spirit would lead this listener to all truth in the Bible and not follow the traditions of men and transgress the commandment of God. Father, take this child of yours and save this child and the family in Jesus' name. Amen. Joy tears with 
With this we have almost come to the end of our program. To learn more on God's word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail dot com. We invite you to follow our programs also on our website. That's awr dot org slash English program. This is your host Sharad, and I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until we meet again via radio, we wish you goodbye and God bless you. 